Hi everyone and welcome back to the DM Premium Report Podcast. This is the second part of our 2022 year in review and I am back here with, you know, the same usual suspect. Maybe I'm going to do it in a different order. So, uh, you know, we have Arvid from Travel to the Magic. Hello. And uh, Sadie from Disney City. Hi. And uh, Patrick from DM Premium Report Team. I'm never first. Hi everybody. Sorry, Patrick. Next time. Uh, also, Ben didn't let us go home. This is like another day for you, but like Ben was like, no, nobody can do it. So this is like the same session for us. So we 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 we're we're prisoners until we get this done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Tired. And Jeff from DLP Town Square. Hey Jeff. How do you do? Take him straight from home alone. Yesterday. <laughs> Anyways, um, so when I'm, we... I'm, I'm, we're all wound up and ready for the rant in December. We're ready for the rant. <laughs> um, so I think we yeah. need to like blast through like July, August, September, November, <laughs> October. Right, Avengers whatever. Camp is so open. Halloween happened. Christmas happened. Okay, right, food. December. Yeah, just get us in December. Come on, Ben. I mean, get us in December. July, <laughs> last time we talked to you yesterday, um, we ended up at the end of June, and and now so we're enjoying. And of course, July was all about Avengers Campus. I mean, uh, you know, um, we started uh, on July 9 and 10th with the press event, and who showed up at the press event if none other than the uh, back then CEO. Of we don't. Disney. We don't talk about. We don't talk about him anymore. Oh, Bob, <laughs> we don't talk Bob about C. Bob. Uh, yeah, Bob C. Um, you know, I was um, I was lucky to be standing next to him for quite some time. I must say, it's so you know, you know, when you keep talking about people from online and seeing them in videos, and then you see them in real life, and I was like, wow. He's real. <laughs> He's a real person. Um, he kind of looks like a lizard. And um, yeah, uh, he he did make the trip for the press events. Um, he kind of messed up half the speeches as per usual and talked like a robot. Uh, it, it didn't really feel like he was there because he wanted to be there, right? It just felt like an actual, you have to go there yeah, because yeah. you have to be there. That's how it felt when I was standing in front of him. I was like, yeah, no. Can we do it? And then, and you know, and we'll talk about the actual opening day where Josh Tomorrow showed up. But, you know, maybe it's on act, maybe whatever, but at least he's really good at it. And he genuinely looked, sound, acted, excited, talked to everyone, smiles, everything. And it was such a difference from seeing Bob Chapek at the press event just being like, uh, what do I do now? Okay, yeah. Uh, even okay. even even Natasha from when Natasha was around the parks so or like their previews and whatever, she was like so excited to like talk to people and was like yeah. really friendly and like you know we come a long way with Natasha as well. Like I don't want to be like getting on the Natasha bandwagon, but like at the start it was like we don't know because we had yeah. like had Catherine or whatever. And we're like oh we don't know how this is gonna go. But even Catherine was like you know uh but even Natasha sorry was like whoa like yeah this is really exciting blah blah blah. So like you know we like, like and Josh was like really like excited and so was um, Jill so like it was like everyone was like woohoo uh, but yeah yeah I'm so I'm so glad they replaced Natasha with an animatronic she's doing much better now. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say isn't, isn't the cheaper? Oh, that's wow. what I was gonna say. I was gonna make the animatronic joke, but about cheaper replaced. <laughs> that's so mean. 
oh, you're meaning. <laughs> no, no. It's, you know, I think it is a completely different situation when, like, Bob Chapek just doesn't give a shit. Natasha, I think, has a lot of anxiety of public speaking, which is honestly something they should have considered when they picked her. But, you know, she's great at other things, at running the company, which is kind of like the sense of the job. And like you said, she she is doing a lot better with... Yeah, she's growing in. I'd rather she would. I'd rather she growed. She grew into the role than being yeah. like was like stabbed strong. Was like I hate this. I never want to do it again. I want like the ambassadors to just talk to me all the time, and I never want to do it. Like you know, like she, whenever you see her in the park, she's like she's not like oh stop talking to me. She's like oh yeah, blah blah blah. Like, yeah, you, yeah. Know, she, she, you know, she's really like she, you can see she you can see cares. like she's at least interested in what she's doing. It's not like uh gray. I have a spreadsheet to fill out later about how much I have to increase prices or whatever. I mean, she has to do that. But she is, she is generally excited. Patrick's trying his best to get us into December. (laughs) And to be in the parks. And, you know, when you meet her one-on-one and the cameras aren't rolling, she is not nervous and she's very nice and very approachable. Uh, It's it's the speeches. And like you said, she has worked a lot on it. And she did really good at the opening of Avengers Campus. And just like, because I the only time I ever met Catherine was at like an AP event or something. Oh, fan days, absolutely. I met her at fan days. And the thing that was really unapproachable about Catherine was like, she had like bodyguards. I was like six people pushing me away. And I was like, oh my God. Is that where is that? the restraining order? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when they were, that's when they were like, not him again. And my pictures are backstage and the princesses are like, this man, this man is good. Uh, but I don't know. But like, whereas with, with like Natasha, whenever she's been in the parks, you can literally just always walk up to her and be like, hi, Natasha. And she's like, oh, hi, yeah, I remember you, blah, blah, blah. And like, she like, you know, she's like, just remember like, everyone, doesn't like, she? New again. She's like, security. Like, no, but like, whereas like, whereas, she's like, like Patrick, have you had a nice date? Yeah, I had to pay 17 euros <laughs> for my own food now. So, yeah, 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 get me to December. No, but like, I've never felt, I've always felt like, whereas Catherine was like beloved by like fans, I feel like Natasha has really grown into the world. And I really think that like Avengers Campus, it did, she was like really excited for like this to finally be here and for people to finally be in the land and not just be like posting pics on her like Instagram account or whatever. So, like, I think she did really well. Yeah. And also, we also met um, Brie Lawson, who was also so genuinely excited to be there and to have her own attraction. Um, she was even walking around the place uh, and, uh, you know, just being such a, a cool, I don't know, of course, she had bodyguard and everything. Um, so it was really nice. She made, um, uh, she made a whole vlog about it. She's like yeah. genuinely like so thrilled to be in an attraction. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you be? I want to be in an attraction. <laughs> yeah, but like, is, isn't it cool that we crazy. have celebrities? Isn't it cool that we have celebrities in an attraction though? Because I'm sorry, Jeremy Irons and that other French chick is not what I count as like celebrities. So like, yeah. oh, it's cool. It's cool that we have like a proper celebrity in our attractions. It's like, ooh, like we. That's the real Captain Marvel, like because she's the one I seen on the TV. We also have French Tom Holland. <laughs> Don't start this again, Ben. Don't start <laughs> this. We're going to be here for another six hours. I have, I have strong thoughts, but you can listen to the podcast <laughs> earlier in the year. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, something really cool that was also at the, um, uh, the press event was the sort of Avengers moment featuring the heroes and fireworks and the drones that we talked about in the previous episode. Um, and it was a really, really cool show. So cool that they actually did it again for the opening and they even did it again for some private parties and for some other things. 
And um, it's really shown that there is a place for drones uh, with Avengers. Uh, it's such a, I mean, it is such a logical thing to do all the different, you know, logos of all the heroes in the sky. It's easy. They're easy logo to make in the sky. They look great and they fit within the show. Um, it's just too bad that we don't have money, so we cannot have it every single day. But I think there is a place for a Marvel show. Um, I mean, and, we should have money. <laughs> we should have money. We do have money, but it's being sent back to the US or something. I don't know. Um, but there is, I think, there is room for a nightly show. The, the issue, the issue that we that we had in July, for example, is that if you, you know, I mean, Avengers Campus was running opening late, but now we're going, you know, we're going to go back to average opening hours. It's really hard, I feel, for Avengers uh, for Walt Disney Studios to have a, a show that late in the day in the summer because then. You know, why do you do the whole park until 11 p.m. when it's finally dark enough to have the show, right? But in the winter, they could have, they could have something. Why not use it to bring people during off season by having a drone show, a Marvel drone show, and you know, just doing it nightly, doing it on weekends. You know, I understand it costs a lot of money to run those drones. Believe it or not, it's like in the tens of thousands per night, uh, apparently. Um, but yeah, it was and, really I mean, nice. And 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 they did similar things with season of the force, right? When they had the whole mm -hmm. show on Tower of Terror. So I mean, they could that was awesome it draws too. people in. People stays there. So yeah. wasn't season of the force also like sort of like wintery, springy, right? Yeah, so, it was always yeah, January yeah. No, that's what March. I meant. Yeah, yeah, January to March. It's April, a night yeah. issue. It's like you can't keep yeah. you can't keep the park. It costs a lot of money to keep the park open until you are able to perform the show. Not a big problem, Disneyland Park in the summer because you know. It's summer. Well, remember was... even remember even Goofy's Incredible Christmas, and that just died. And we were like, that was, crazy. That, that, was that was really good. That was, I really enjoyed that. And it was just like it was like the Walt Disney Studios Park. You were you were like sitting there, and you were like, I have a choice: do I watch the Walt Disney Studios Park show, or do I go over and watch Illuminations? Yeah. And like you know, yeah. that was like nice to be able to like actually have a choice and be like, no, I'm just going to watch Goofy's Incredible Christmas. That's a, the way better show. They could run just the projections. The projectors are there. It just costs a bit of electricity. Which I guess yeah. these days is a big deal, but you know. but yeah, um, the yeah, yeah, that ugly tower of projectors, like that whole side of production courtyard is just like, oh my god! Every time I look at it, I can't. So if you're gonna have the whole tower of projectors, at least use them. Um, yeah, so that was um, that was a really nice show, and it did it again for for Josh tomorrow, who probably made a few phone calls and was like, uh, I want to see it, so do it again. <laughs> um, Talking about the drones again, and July was all about the drones. <laughs> we had drones at Disney Delight, we had drones at Avengers Campus, and we also had drones on Bastille Day, July 14, when they, we did, uh, they did a giant Eiffel Tower, they did, uh, I don't know what else they do. French flag. Like a, yeah, yeah, French flag. flag and everything with the drones, and it was the new version of the Bastille Day Towers, which are, you know, traditionally bigger and better. Um, and, and you know, the, I didn't expect that, and it was really cool. Um, it was really nice. So, hopefully, the, uh, next year we get them again. Um, Avengers Campus opened, and then this is where uh, shit started going sideways for <laughs> the lands. Because the Imagineers, the Imagineers um, designed a really nice land, and then they were like, Oh, but we forgot that guests are trash, and they're we like, forgot that people <laughs> we forgot that people are gonna go in the land. Um, first of all, Flight Force <laughs> did not get the best reviews. 
cool cue, cool animatronic, but clearly, you know, I mean, I think I still enjoy it personally, but uh, it's, 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 it's a very harder. It is a very yeah. dark ride. Yeah, it's, it's, it's harder after having done Cosmic Rewind because that just showed you what a roller coaster with screens could be like. Yeah, but we were never going to get... Like, no, no, we, no, we weren't. We that we were never going to get at massive because we know that show building is so tight. No, but it's but you know when you're when you're on that ride and you're you're thinking well okay we want to do a roller coaster with screens that really plays into the screens really well in a way that just flight force it gets so lost. Whereas that's why we need that's why we need to know campaign to get this Avengers ride that they're getting in California and then everything will be forgotten because who's going to be thinking about that? Yeah, I mean when I. When they were talking about like, oh, we're gonna have screens next to the track and stuff, I was thinking like LED screens. Now they do LED screen tunnels. They do LED screens in all sorts of shape. They're curved. They're upside down. They're on top of you. They're under you. They're whatever you want, and you can really mold them in all sorts of things. And I thought that the trains were gonna go through tunnels of screen. They were in, and then I wrote it, and I was like, oh, it's projections like it's paper. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple of screens, but you have to be at the right part of the car to really see it properly. It's, yeah. it's mm. not the greatest. It's not a bad coaster. No, I think it's I, I you know I'm I'm the kind of guy that's like yeah, have fun time. Like I, also HD, it's HD baby. You can actually see like what's going on instead of just looking at pixels like in hyperspace man, where you're like, oh my <laughs> god, it's like it's it's Windows ninety five again. You're like woohoo. <laughs> I, I really enjoy it. I think, com, you know, compared to what we had there, I do think it's a fun little experience. And I think given that, you know, it's a high-speed coaster, I was actually pretty impressed at how clearly you can see. Like like you say, HD, baby. But you, you, you can. It's like, you know, I with some of those things, you think, you know, wasn't passing, you're going to catch it for more than a hot minute. But I actually think it, it works pretty well. Sure, there could be more to it. But for what it is, I, I think it works. I love this cool. I like this line of light that just goes like, you know? Yeah. Another one. If you've written it, you know. <laughs> um, so that was that was kind of like the first feedback. And we're not going to talk about the food again. Um, and the, then uh, soon enough, uh, kids found a new coaster in, uh, in <laughs> under the Quinjet. <laughs> How cool. And all the kids starting like launching themselves on the slope that is under the quinjet and another you know example of like oh we didn't think of that yeah yeah uh so you know uh barriers and signs and stuff had to be uh put up and i think they are still there in some type of way which is really sad because that looks that looks that that part looks really cool and now that they're just like no we now have to have barriers on it i'm like it looks less cool yeah yeah and also, like, there's nothing to do. I feel like under the Quinjet is kind of the stroller parking, which, fair enough, you need it. But it could have been, like, they could have put, like, some kind of statue with benches around it. It could be, like, a nice place to relax. Um, yeah. There's no plaque There's no plaque for Stan Lee in the left, no, which no, I thought no, was a bit weird. Because, no. like, they know they have that in, um, they have that in Cali. So I was expecting to like maybe just hopping across just a little plaque somewhere, yeah. nothing like nothing like you know massive. But I thought they would, but I'm surprised they did. 
Well, even even like looking at the Quinjet, right? They could have even done something with Tony Stark's dad because, of course, the land is based on wherever yeah. he had his factory. Like, why indeed, to Ben's point, not put something there with some benches, yeah. be able to sit down, have it full on team? But I don't know. They could make the base of the Quinjet into like a bench so that you could sit on that. So that they could get rid of that. They could make get rid of the the like barriers and let you just sit there. That will stop people from climbing because people always would. That land is terrible for like shelter, places to sit. Yeah. Shade. Also, after going to California, I really miss having the sort of like Pim Kitchen bar. Pim Kitchen bar. And I realized that, you know, there's no room for a Pim Pim Kitchen bar, but we could have a Stark Factory bar at the back over there. They could have, even if it's only in the summer, I don't care. Yeah. And they could have like you know a counter, and in California the cocktails come out of guns. You know they're pre-mixed by whatever company made them. Very easy for Paris. You don't have to mix. It sounds like you know foolproof. Cannot take six hours to give you a drink. Hopefully and they have those like really cool plastic cups or like the beakers. I love. Yeah, and yeah. What, like people don't go and sit back there, and so people eat inside a star factory in the summer because it's too hot, and in the winter it's too cold. No one goes there. And so that could be a bar in the summer, and you could have the Stark Factory bar, and it could come up with whatever cocktails, put some Iron Man, you know, LED yeah, things. Yeah. Out of they're $20 in US. Easy money. I bought a few of them yeah. because they're cool and they're big. <laughs> and, it's, and they're and actually nice. Great. Between attractions, it was great to meet up friends there and be like, meet me at the pin bar. And they had a few snacks as well. I don't, we don't even need the snacks. You know what? Let's sell some nuggets. And, you know, this, <laughs> don't that's the only thing missing. <laughs> this is not, this is not what we need. To, we need to be nuggets and fries. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know, but like, I'm, 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 quite, I'm trying to level up with them here. You know, like maybe some company can make some Avengers shaped nuggets. <laughs> oh, God. Like the eggs, anyway. That sounds really trashy. <laughs> but anyway, I feel like the back over there could be like you could theme it. You could like make an industrial looking. Have a couple cast members selling drinks back there. You can close it off so the kids don't go in there because like alcohol zone or whatever. You know, like those ways to do it. Anyway, the other thing that was a mess. I mean, they don't. Well, they don't. They don't close off the um, like the wine carts and things. So I don't think that's an issue. It's Europe. Um, yeah, I mean, they even replaced one of the popcorn stands with the champagne carts. So, like, yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah two, they have two champagne carts now. They even have one for Um The other thing is the Asgard pedestal broke after like a week. <laughs> <Hot> minute. <laughs> everyone was jumping on it. It's made up like got a resin. The whole thing cracks. Had to be removed for like a month. Disaster. Yeah, it's back now. It seems to be okay. But another. Another example of like, oh, you didn't think people were going to climb on it? Have you met the guest? Yeah, but uh, I think there's a sign next to it, do not climb on it. And there's a cast member standing next to it almost the whole entire day. So, yeah, but I was there. I That's was where there. your extra money's going. I was yeah. there. I was there. <laughs> That's why the we can't have a bar. <laughs> the, first, the first day, and there was like a cast member there, and she was like spending all the time being like, stop climbing, stop climbing, stop climbing. And as soon as she turned her back, people were climbing. Man. I'm like, well, People love to do parkour, apparently. They're like, parkour? But you know, it's it, kids also, like, kids are this way. And I feel like 
it is just the way it is. I saw a video the other day from Disney World where like some dad was like, I took my I took my daughter to Disney World and she was just enthralled. Like she, her favorite attraction was the automatic doors at the contemporary, and she kept oh, going in and out. And she was just like having the time of her life. And sometimes you're like, you know what, kids? They have their own stories in their heads. They want to climb this. They want to do this. Like, oh, there's need- also the guy that climbed the Mexico Pavilion as well. So it's not just. <laughs> I mean, there's less less of an excuse there. Parkour. <laughs> I get it. Um, so that is July, guys. July, all about Avengers Campus. In August, the biggest news for Patrick was that March Hare oh, oh. had the new ice cream. What a go. What a go. If you have not taken me up on my offer of me buying you the ice cream, if you don't like it, take me up on it because it's delicious. If you don't like it, he will eat it. Even if you eat it. Mail it to me. Mail it to me. I will drink it. Even with the price rise. It's delicious. Oh, my God. March hair refreshments. Cheshire car. Five euros. Bisque bash bosh. It's so good. There you go. I I do agree with Patrick on that one, though. (laughs) And it will only be eight euros come March. (laughs) (laughs) I would say, yeah. but they don't tell them that I would pay eight euros. I'm like, just <laughs> well, you're the problem. It's literally delicious. <laughs> it's so, it's so don't worry, your, your annual pass will likely no longer give you a discount. So, you know. well, it doesn't give me a discount there anyway because oh, that's a, true. It's yeah. Which, how does that make any sense? Why is that? It wrong? doesn't it make any sense because they actually have the button. Yeah. <laughs> they actually can yeah. do it. They're just being like, nope, <laughs> you're not going to get a discount on your snack. Um, Avengers Campers started right away with the synergy, and it has continued since then. And the first synergy that they had was Mighty Thor, who came out the day of the movie, and it was really cool. He was lovely and great, and was on the platform. She was downstairs. She was signing some meeting guests. It was great to see her, and it was great to see the land come to life with the latest movies coming out, which is something that you know in Paris is kind of mind blowing. Like, wow, you actually can do it. Well. Yeah, but we also in those days because you know because like we had we had a period right where we had a lot of these things. Like when Moana came out, she was in Paris straight away. Was it the Captain Power era? Yeah, it was a Captain yeah. Power era. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Remember when Beauty and the Beast came out and they made it into like animation where animation celebration is now? Yeah. They had her at me, and then when it was Moana, it was her. Like, yeah, they they've done this before, but it's nice to know that they're like keeping up on that. Because yeah. we are wondering. Was it going to just be California because they're literally down the street from the studios and they're like, this wee hurts. And they'll be like, yeah, they can get them in Paris. Like, Whereas we've gotten we've gotten a lot of things, so that's fun. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That was nice. I, I did um, actually miss her because I was there during Princess Week. Hey. Uh, we yeah, yeah. So that was Week. the thing. Yeah, but that's the thing. You know, I mean, Disneyland Paris in all areas has been struggling with um, labor you know, finding enough people to work at the parks. So, uh, maybe they should. How am I going to say this without breaking the magic? My Thor was on holiday doing Princess Week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking about she was having she was having a royal uh, royal holiday, right? That's yeah, she's having a royal holiday. Mm. Yeah. Maybe they and, maybe they should uh, stop laying off so many people and just have enough people so that they can actually run the parks. That'd be good. Bam. <laughs> um, in um, in August, we we did also have Prince Quick, and it was nice this year. There was a new show in Castle Courtyard with Aurora mm-hmm. and dancers and all sorts of things, and it was really nice because 
we don't really get those sort of like traditional, it felt very 1992. It was very cheesy with the classical music and Aurora was just whirling around Castle Courtyard and uh, it was lovely. It was just so random. Like, shouldn't that be like a thing that happens, like it should be just a thing that you should have on the schedule in the summertime? Like spring, yes, summertime. Yes. Shouldn't she yes, just be yes, like, yes. I'm sorry, if you're coming to Disneyland Paris and you have like the best castle in any castle park or just in general, I'm like, I would nice to see this Aurora. But like, woohoo. Like, I would like, that would be, I don't really like, maybe some people have different priorities. I don't specifically need to meet the character if I can just see the character, oh, I'm dancing in front of my castle. Wow, that was really cool. What's like Pirates of the Caribbean at right now? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's all you yeah. need. You don't need to like, yeah, I think Princess them. Week should be like a month. Man, Didn't it's, it's kind of short. Like the first one was much longer. No, maybe no, it was still a week. And mm. you know, and Patrick, to your point, what you like to do is what Disneyland Paris hopes everyone likes to do. Because, for example, for New Year's, there are no meet and greets, but there are a lot of small happening of this style all across the land in Frontierland, Adventureland, and Fantasyland on Main Street. Small shows, small happening. They also have they also have big shows and parades, but they have a lot of small shows everywhere. And so, as you walk around, if you happen to be nearby when it's about to start, you get to see the characters, and then the characters kind of like come down, take a few photos, say hi, and then go backstage. And it's kind of like I feel like this is kind of the way they're trying to push the needle, trying to like. Yeah, I, I don't know whether this is going to work because I think for a lot of people, the parties are a good opportunity to meet characters. And I think that comes out of all of them. A lot of people come away from the parties going, yeah, I, I really enjoyed, you know, seeing or meeting Oogie Boogie or whatever it might be. Well, I seeing is a thing. Meeting I, is a different thing. Are they I, happy? I, always, I, I see a lot of people are unhappy that they've queued four hours for one yes. character's, a character and then they're like, I didn't see anything of the party. I paid all this money and all I did is meet one character. So like, I feel like Disneyland Paris doesn't want to offer these experiences Whoa. anymore because no one ends up being happy. And, well, and what think, can happen think, is even that the character rotates out, right? That's even the worst part yeah, of it all. But I think I think they need to temper expectations a little bit or or do things differently because I think there is a midpoint that they can they can work with. I, I don't know. I, I just, think mm. I think we've spoken about this on the podcast before. I think what really like makes the park land or area or wherever you are in the park come alive is the characters. So like having Mickey standing off in the corner in Town Square is like, oh, okay, I can see Mickey meeting people and there's like a 90-minute way to meet him. I'm like, man, I don't really know. Whereas like having like Minnie and Mickey in, standing in the gazebo waving out at you as you walk in or like on the train station waving at you as you walk in, that's like, oh, cool, I saw Mickey Mouse already, let's go. Like, I'm like, I'm like, woohoo, it feels right. like way more, it feels, right, way more a... it feels way more alive when like characters are out about. But and there's, about there's a mix, right? There's, there's a mix where, you know, you, you can have some of that, which But yes, at the minute completely. we just, but the minute we don't have, like to, to play devil's advocate, at the minute we only have characters out meeting and green. We don't really have characters just like, right. But like, remember we had selfie spots and the selfie spots were like, you were like, oh my God, I met so many characters because you were walking up to Tigger who was on his own and you were taking a picture and walking away. So like, I don't know. I feel like a mix is a good idea. Yeah. And I feel like a little, to a little bit to what you were saying there, Ben, where, you know, people wait and they only see one character. I feel like that's almost saying, well, the way of fixing our inefficiency is just to get rid of it altogether. Yeah. Because I don't think there's a solution there. 
Yeah, there is. Unless Design Paris can guarantee that a character will be here nonstop from the beginning till the last minute of the party. I'm not talking closing the line at 9.30 when the party ends at 2 a.m. And, you know, unless they can guarantee that, don't do it. Yeah. Like, I yeah but they should, they should be, they should be able to guarantee it. You can't have Boogie at the Halloween party anymore as a meet and greet. No, people, no, sure. people run there at 7 p.m. They don't see the character until 11 p.m. and then they leave. And they're like, oh, I just paid Right, but you, you should... I, I agree completely with that, but you should be able to say, well, okay, Jafar can be here all night. Well, of course Jafar can be here all night. That, that, right. that, that feels sensible. But people go to parties to meet rare characters, and I feel like there's a whole culture and there's a whole group of people. I'm not saying it's wrong or right, but there's a whole group of people who really want that interaction, who want that perfect photo, who wants this five minutes of the character. Right, and and I, but I, I think we need to get rid of that. Time. Like, that has to go. Like, you know, you're but meeting the character, you're going to get your one or two photos and, you know, you're going to have like a couple of seconds of interaction and, and that's it. In Paris, which I think is great, if you're a character fan, Paris is probably great because you know, the characters will play around with you for so long. Yeah. yeah. That needs to then, stop. Yeah. Because, you know, when you go to you go to Disneyland or Disney World, you well, get a little bit of interaction, but the character is very quick to like go... Well, it's picture time now, and bye bye. Yeah, well, and yeah. Just, just to say what Jeff was saying, like to be fair, you are spending ninety odd euros to come to this party, so you should expect to be able to, like, if you're putting on, if you like this, because what they did in the past for like soirees, where they're like the characters are going to leave at half nine, and like uh, the, the like the soirees, like the soirees are like eleven or twelve or whatever. So like. You know, these are these are you're paying to come in and do these things. And like we've already spoken the podcast, so, so like like close an attraction if you if you want to like save money, close, I don't know, like the teacups, like don't have them going and like yeah. so that you're not spending too much money. I don't know. I think there's a happy there's a way you can do a happy medium. And I think that also just like what I tweeted about the other day is that like you know, when we're coming into I know it's December, but like you'd say take the example for New Year's. New Year's is like a lot of money, and I, they, as far as I'm aware, like they're they're the Disneyland Paris is the only castle park that's charging you to come in and spend New Year's Eve with them. Everyone else is like, come ahead in, it's in your day ticket, but we've planned some extra nice special things for you. So, like you know, I don't know. I feel like there's also a thing where they need to get the spreadsheet out there, like how much do we do we need to break even? What can we afford to keep on? What do people want us to keep on? And we'll do that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, right, they they just they just need to find the the right mix. And I think they go from like one extreme to the other. I I don't know whether they they've gone quite extreme much. for New Year's. But let's yeah, well see, they, they go they go from one to the other, right? Because you had hundred character night where they were like, well, we're gonna have a hundred characters out. Absolute right. disaster on that front. And then they go to the other extreme where it's like, well, maybe we'll have none then. But the, like, I I want to see how New Year's play out because I think they're really are trying to do something different that they've already did a little bit of that for Halloween and Frontierland with the mini dance party is that for example for Goofy's dance party people think like oh it's going to be a DJ on stage and Goofy's going to be like and like no there's going to be periodic shows that are going to be going around and you know Goofy's going to be on stage with the country bears and then country bears come down dance with everyone take photos with everyone walk around the place and then go backstage. So if you're, you know, if you're not too pushy, if you play it right, if you position yourself, you'll get a quick selfie with the country bears. Like your friend might be able to take a picture of you being like, hi, you know, sure, it won't be that 
it won't be that Instagram perfect photo, perfect background, perfect lighting of you being like, you know, posing with them. But isn't it better? Because then you can go to another I mean, dance party and go meet Fleekly, whatever his name is. Um, and it's yeah. not me revealing other characters of New Year's party. Um, <laughs> I... So, <laughs> I don't go to these. I don't go to these things for characters anyway. But you know, I, I feel like there's a medium that they just maybe maybe they are going to hit on New Year's Eve. We don't know yet. It's been recorded well, before let's New Year's Eve, like, but we'll see. Um. So that was August, right? Do we have something else? This is why I have my phone on my. <laughs> um, uh, let's. Yeah, we'll oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. we need to talk about this because I feel like it's going to be a long time. The Walt Disney Studios Lake started really taking shape from like the end of summer. So we really started to like see this whole thing coming into place shortly after we saw Frozen pop out the lake. The lake is really there now. It's going to start getting filled up. And uh, in August is when it really started um, being quite impressive. And, you know, Jeff, we have our bench that's going to be installed there. Uh, yeah, I'm for, looking forward to my bench. retirement years. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's looking likely to be retirement, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, no, it's, it's what, like three years? Ah, it's good. Yeah. And talking about in September, we went to D23. Some of us, most of us, half of us. Uh, half of us. <laughs> and um, quite a, I mean, you know, Disneyland Paris fans will never be happy with how much she's revealed about Paris. Oh, we got, we got a lot this time. Like, I think. Pretty good. Pretty good. I think we can, we can be happy with how it went. Yeah, we got to see the uh, concept art for that avenue uh, in Walt Disney Studios. Um, not the most detailed, but we could see sort of the general vibe. So we're talking about an avenue with some trees and various gardens on each side of it, including an English garden, little Mary Poppins gazebo. Uh, there seems to be some Peter Pan in there, a uh, little mini theater thing character interactions and on the other side we got to see a concept art of the new toy story playland entrance which is going to be now on that side um and uh it's going to have new statues um and it's just going to link up sort of the avenue to toy story playland and then further down we'll have the tangled um flat ride well teacup ride sadie is very excited for tangled I can oh. see you wiggle. <laughs> she, deserves, yeah. she deserves it. If that's yeah, what I mean, gets. it's kind of insane that we don't have, like, you know, uh, it's, it's such a popular IP. Hmm? Is it the first Tangled attraction? I'm trying to think. I think so. I mean, there's the Tangled Toilets at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, that don't count. Um, and, uh, well, it and then obviously it, Tokyo it, Disney it seems about to yeah. be like a Tangled Land or whatever, which is going to be all yeah. of us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't strange. even count anymore. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Like I mean, everything from Tokyo Disneyland, they just announced something. I'm like, oh, okay, well, they did it better then. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't get your hopes up. I think it's going to be very cute. It's gonna, The building looks like it's going to be in the same type of style as the restaurant and as, you know, the, the control room building and then all of the other buildings around the lake, which is sort of like this Art Nouveau meets Parisian park vibe um but the the ride should be nice um bit of a teacup except both with the lights above that's so nice um 
Yeah, uh, you know, Walt Disney Studios, I think because we're all, you know, Disney adults, we kind of forget that there's actually not that much for the little ones. Mm. Toy Story um, Playland was meant to be like the big thing for the little ones and even at that. Like, yeah, Toy I mean, Story Playland is like weirdly like thing? thrill attractions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am scared of that thing. What is it called? I RC, the RC Racer. Racer. Like, hold on to yeah. your stomach, Jesus. And even, even the slinky dog cool. thing, like that thing throws you around. It does. Yeah. Maybe we're just wimps. Um, <laughs> um, Ratatouille, well, Ratatouille was like, like, the first part of Solomon. Oh, I love it, yeah. yeah. Um, we, also learned, we also learned about the, uh, the new Pixar show coming to the theater, which we still don't that's know. Fun. Yeah, I, that I was fun. Like... I, <laughs> I, I, I think that's really cool that they're doing a Pixar show. I feel like that's yeah, really yeah. unique as well. Like, like it's not just going to be like a. I don't know. If I'm, I'm, I'm confident about it. I don't know why, but I, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. Just think, because, like, uh, I, I feel like it's more, it's more obtainable to do a decent picture show than it was to do a decent Marvel show, like in a studio. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, like this is like something that we've we tried that, and the answer is no. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> um, yeah. stick, stick on top of a roof somewhere. It's fine. Mm, I wonder yeah. what they're going to put in it though, because is it a musical? It must be a musical, right? There's not. It's not an awful lot of music in Pixar films. Well, there's going to be a, a you know friend in me, and we belong yeah. together. Are we going to get like um, the Big Blue World from Finding Nemo the musical? Oh, I like that song. They could just basically couldn't they just basically do Animagic, but this time it's Pixar. No. <laughs> they no. Could, they could totally no. They totally could. <laughs> Whereas it's like you just kind of like move through the Pixar logs. They, they could put some cocoa in there. I like cocoa. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Mm. Oh, cocoa. Mm. See you soon. Um, and so the, 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 the show is supposed to start this summer. So I guess it's we'll still be, currently uh, a meet and greet location. So <laughs> yeah, but that is closing on January 9th forever. Good. Well, that need agree because obviously they need to start preparing the show. I'm quite confident it's it's um it's produced in parts because I don't want to forget people that uh, one name that I remember is Mathieu Robin who did um, the Jungle Jive, who did Dream and Shine Brighter, and is now working on a Pixar show. He's also the one who did that amazing clip of Tower of Terror for Halloween. Uh, are you scared enough? You know the retro I jazzy that, one. that was awesome. That, that was just good. came out of nowhere that. that no one asked for, but everyone loved. Um, so. That's oh. that's the one that really freaked. I think the one that did the Tower of Terror reopening night. I was on production courtyard completely by myself, and they just started like booming it out at full volume. Like scared the music. life out of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think we're in good hands, and you know, Disneyland Paris in the shows like that usually they're pretty good. So. Except that yeah, you know, they, Big Bang they... Ball Christmas show, whatever it was. That yeah, was I mean, fun. Totally. I enjoyed that. And I feel like Arvid would enjoy that too because Donald was on it. <laughs> no, wait. No, no. That that was the odd one with Goofy, right? The Ding Dang Hold Dong. On, on production. Yeah, no, yeah. Remember the, remember the one where Donald was singing like... The Ding Dong Christmas show. Remember Donald was singing like in Tinsel and whatever. Yes. He got was like, caught up in Tinsel. It was weird. They were like, I'm so let's confused write now. Christmas cards but never mention it again for the rest of the show. I think... When Disneyland Paris has sort of come out and said, you know, we're making this big new show, Ding Dang Long was just like a, oh, uh, we need to do something here. So yeah. quickly make this. Like, yeah, they were every time the, Yeah, every time they've said, you know, we've got this big new show coming, it's pretty much 
being like a sure on win. Yeah. Even like even like musical frozen musical invitation, I think I they've done that. they've done the best they could with what they had. The stages are gorgeous, the sets are gorgeous, mm-hmm. and you know, the, the performances are good and they have two tiny stages, you know, <laughs> they did their best they could. Um, it's pretty good. And now it has benches, which is actually not this month. Yeah, so. I'm pretty confident about Pixar. I think it'll be good. All right. Um, we also saw more of the Disneyland Hotel, but really just a little bit that Frozen Suites, which really every time reopens the debate of like, you know, is it too modern? Is it not themed enough? We talked about this on the podcast before. I think we just have to see it, you know, but um, it'll be interesting. Um, in uh, September, we also saw the return of the LED lights being installed on Sleeping Beauty Castle, which we had seen back in March or February. And they they tried one, and then they removed it, and now they're back. Um, and uh, and they look quite nice. I like them. I enjoyed them. Yeah, they've done quite well. well I, I think feel... it's missing that turret, though. That that one turret they didn't do. Like, it's so obvious. Like, I know that they consider it like a back turret, whereas they put it all on the front. But it's front-facing, and it's so obvious. Well, yeah. there the are more turrets, right? I mean, if, if you're standing in front of it in the infinity spot and look at it all, there are more turrets they should have just added. Just period. It's just right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you have it. I mean, once, oh, once someone has pointed it out to you, you cannot unsee it. And yeah. yeah. Forever, you will see it. No way. The funny thing is, it's not actually lit up on any of the concept art or the illustrations. Like this is, like we know it's no, obvious, I mean, but like it's it's kind of fun. And they made seven. You know, choices had to be made. Yeah, I think it um, needs to be done. Hopefully next year. Yeah. Um, moving on to October, Halloween. Obviously, we've had a whole podcast about Halloween recently, so you know. Um, I feel like Halloween was kind of like standard this year same old same old same old yeah but the, halloween and disneyland paris is never on special sorry Ooh. it's not though like i tend like, to agree for everyone that's Ooh. like i'm such a spooky queen i'm like okay great but like what what are you getting excited about here like do okay, black we bun burger yeah we, we get the villains <laughs> out we get the we get the villains out for a while and then that's kind of really it. It doesn't really go. It, they they kind of they kind of were like, it's a bit like Mary Jolly Jingles in uh, Studio, uh, Studios Park. It's just like, oh yeah, we just like threw this together and joke. Like it's, it's not. Really like, nice. No, it but like, it's, it's not. It's nice, but I feel like that's old now. I don't know. I, I feel like it's old. It feels old. Well, some of the floats are old. Some of the floats are 10 years old this year. And the harvest theme i think doesn't really quite work anymore because they've gone kind of scary with the whole vibe and then well, you the harvest the harvest theme, yeah but the harvest theme was never really a thing that i felt like people would connect with like halloween but like why are you talking about the harvest so shouldn't i be seeing spooky ghosts and stuff or, like you know and then like you've got yeah you've got the music as well like the viva v which then goes into the uh the other song whose which name i forgot like it's it's a mess <laughs> it yeah. really is a mess right now um we got a new nighttime protection show, which I personally enjoyed, but I know a lot of people thought it was too basic, didn't like it. Um, I thought it was fun. It was nice to I have can, like, I completely missed it. Hmm? I, I, I completely missed it. And of course, you had that weird show on the castle stage, though, which was just odd. <laughs> well, 
What do you mean? Where the characters were like, they would walk around for two seconds and then they would come, oh, yeah. some of them I mean, would come like, down on the street. Sure, and then, the... yeah, but was... I think a lot of people got seriously confused, including myself, just like standing there waiting for something. And then, okay, that was it. Awesome. It's like <laughs> what Taylor was saying with the cavalcade, yeah, just know, like, oh, that's it. It's like me and play really... thing that, you know, yeah. Patrick qualified as like the latest in the uh, dating world. Yeah, but like it doesn't make it doesn't doesn't mean anything. Meet and play, yeah. I'm like it doesn't mean nothing. Oh, like, no, just mean. be like, because like, like play around. I don't know. Like, what are we gonna play? Switch? Are we gonna play Nintendo Switch? With, like Doctor Fasier? No, just don't <laughs> play around. Like, like, just cracks out the Uno cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> I had a good time there, but because I was going during the week at like 10 a.m. on one of the first ones and no one was there and you just hang out with the characters. It was nice. And there was no queue. You were um, meeting and playing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was Monopoly, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, well, the Monopoly. He sunk, he sunk my battleship. <laughs> like, okay, <girl. laughs> Yeah, and the, the Monopoly really came in and went because now it is no longer available and I don't think it will ever be restocked. Well, yeah. people don't like it. Monopoly slash Disney and Paris does not like money because that was something that they could have just yeah. sold forever and people would have liked it. Yeah. And they have a Monopoly on that game. But um, doesn't, doesn't he, It didn't <laughs> even look that good though. Like some of the community chests were like... I'll, I'll admit... You've been guess, ripped off for a burger. <laughs> I'll admit I got sucked into buying. Go directly to December. Pay pay, pay six euros more for the same thing. <laughs> move, to, move to the Christmas season. Lose your yogurt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cold. Oh you, ha- you haven't made reservations. Go, go directly back to the entrance. <laughs> yeah, you don't have reserv- valid reservations plus park tickets. Please go to the entrance. And you're like, please okay. don't enter the park until yeah, we yeah. now. Yeah, it's 5.30 p.m. Sneak onto Big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> you decided to come. You decided to come with your car. Pay 30 euros. You're like, okay. <laughs> move, move, forward, move forward to Fuente del Oro, where someone will just go, hmm, closed. <laughs> <laughs> They don't even have someone that's as close anymore. They just have a wall. You, you're you're just here's, here's all the other restaurants the, you can eat at. All of these are closed too. Your dessert, <laughs> your dessert has has or kiri in it. Have a disappointing meal. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> this is becoming too real. <laughs> we should have written this game. Yeah. Or a version of it. I mean, since they aren't selling it now, I think ours is... <laughs> the DLP report shop needs it. The DLP report shop needs it. We can just rewrite all the community Spider-Man chests. Web Adventure. Skip 16 turns. Yeah. Yeah, no, you've done Spider-Man Web Adventure. Skip arm day at the gym. <laughs> You're like... Patrick and I got stuck in Spider-Man Web Adventure. I'm sure we'll talk about it a little advanced, bit. Advanced to Disney Illuminations and then advance it out of forward. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh no! Oh, Disney no. eliminations. I feel like we haven't um, discussed it enough on this podcast. Uh, Josh Tomorrow came back in in uh, October for the Legacy Awards. No oh, one, no one asked for him, but he came. 
You're doing your job, babe. It's not. It's not. It's nice to see you. Yeah. Yeah. That was all before the drama. The drama. All right. Um. And uh, and then uh, Jeff and I went to the D100 event in uh, London. And my question is, where is D100 in Paris? And is it still happening at the New Year's party? Because it's not <laughs> on the postcard. <laughs> and it's I mean, not on the program. We went for the, the listener, program. for the listener who's listening to this, it is literally the 29th of December. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. No, we don't know. The, but the listener, the listener will know. It's the 30th of December, so we're still before. We'll be okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I hope. I, I don't yeah, know. Remember they, they, the they were like somewhere. at Disneyland Paris, the first D100 events will be yeah, at it's New supposed Year's to be party. New Year's, yeah. And, yeah, and I'm pretty sure the articles and all the stuff is still out there, but uh, it's not on the program. So now I'm like, okay, maybe it's not happening anymore. Where is the merchandise? Where what is happening? Well, know. the merchant the merchandise is only starting to come out in the US too. So I I guess it's coming, but it might be. You know how it's like. It's probably going to be like a month or two late. Great. Well, there's a, <laughs> what is it? It's the, the magical Hong Kong blog or something. They already have like a hundred items out, merchandise items out for D100 in Hong Kong. Really? So, yeah. Oh. There's uh, Disney Store UK and obviously France has a lot of stuff out there already um, and more every month, they say. Yeah. Okay. There's the, the Steamboat Willie collection next month. It seems like Disneyland Paris has gone completely quiet by D100. I don't know why. It's a long way away. <laughs> like for oh, them, it, like most of it's going to happen in Paris in October. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But money is to be had by selling the merchandise. So sell it. I'm guessing we're probably not getting it until October, thinking about it. Oh, God. Well, the Disney store in Central Paris has it, but I think it's from DLR. Yeah, I bought, I bought in the Disney store in Oxford Street two weeks ago. I bought the D100 it hat, not the 150 No, it's just a generic Disney 100 one. Uh, okay. Um, with the yeah, the purple with the the ears. Yeah, not not the 175 pound oh. <laughs> mega thing. Yeah. Why does that? Why does it all look like it's dripping on top of it? That makes me think of something else, but that's because that, that's the expensive one. <laughs> the true one is. Um... Oh, it does. That, that perfectly does, fits with the the other theme that we had with the food, right? It makes yeah. me think of like nacho cheese, but yeah, I don't know what nacho cheese you're looking at, but okay. <laughs> oh yeah, the liquid one yeah. from the cinema. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, Anyways, yeah, I hope I hope it's good when it does come, and we'll see. We're we're gonna make it to the other year. This is November. Um, One month to go, Patrick. Hold it in. <laughs> magic. Well, we can go faster because it's so recent. <laughs> we just talked about it in the previous episode. Uh, magic over Disney, the new version. That was kind of cool. It was um it was Mickey's magic mix on Tower Terror. Oh, they that's the one I want this. every night. That should be every night. That's cool. They are using those projectors, <laughs> but just ones. Twice. That was really cool. I liked that. And I think that should be every night because it's basic. Or something to be like, just even to like bring you out of the park. Like, oh, our park day is over, but thanks for coming to visit us. And then like walking through like Hollywood Boulevard or Hollywood, Hollywood, whatever thing that is, and Studio One and just be like having like, like having like that soundtrack on and he's waving your hands. Like, great. Had a great projection time. mapping. You know, they could have some projection mapping on the inside. 
of or like the facade of Studio One, the park side Studio One, when you leave. Mm, yeah. yeah. To be like, nice. get the LA. It is a come, big flat surface. Yeah, come come over here and get the whatever uh, park. Yeah. <laughs> get the get the f out. Yeah. We have a private party. I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to stand on myself. But yeah, no, that would, it'd be like because you know the way we always say that like people follow a parade and that's the problem and that like all oh, people follow parades and like get to it would bring everyone straight to the exit. Like, good day, have a nice yeah. time. They lock the doors behind you. Yeah. If you could, um, if you could help us put the chairs on the tables and sweep under the floors on the way out, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, you can stop and get the Christmas tree thing. Um, yeah. about in November, <laughs> in November it was the Christmas launch, and so I mean, is Christmas also standard? Mm. Well, it's for a lot of people. It's the first time they've seen the dazzling Christmas parade because mm. you know without COVID. a mask, without without sixteen stops in the music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I think Christmas this year was too basic. It has been working flawlessly. The parade has been just running smoothly all season, which is nice to see. I mean, they did have a year to fix it, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> but it, 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 it is quite basic. I mean, all the offerings that we had in years past, we were just missing. Yeah. I mean, the stuff in, in studios, right? We didn't have Mickey's Big Band. Didn't I was missing that one. It was nothing yeah. on... Yeah, not not even the Christmas loop in um, in front lot. Like just Christmas yeah. skipped. Oh God, Christmas that drama! Oh, yeah, that we get we get like Marvel soundtracks. Yeah, I think it's a shame that they completely skipped Christmas in the studios. I think that's not great. I think yeah, I think the thing like it brings us back to what we were saying about in, in the previous episode, and that like if Disney and Paris really wants to be premium, then you really should be premium across the board, and not just mm-hmm. in uh, this year we're really going to try and concentrate on Walt Disney Studios Park. You're like okay, but if you're going to concentrate on Walt Disney Studios Park, I imagine you're going to be like okay, we really concentrate on it here now, and we have a solid offer now, and we can keep that now, and we can go back over to Disneyland Park. And no, they're like oh no, we concentrate on Walt Disney Studios Park. Now we're just going to go back to Disneyland Park. And that's okay. Does the studios Where, even have a Christmas tree? No, no. Have those little Christmasy up things that look really tacky. You get them it's in probably, like a it's probably the only park in the world for Disney that doesn't have a Christmas tree because, like, they all do. And like, you could have really stuck one yeah. anywhere, and it would have been looked fine. But like, um, I don't know. I, like, that, that's the thing. Like, if you really wanted to be premium, then you should be able to. Like if like I'm um, like I, I know the argument could be said oh like what if you don't really like Christmas then what are you doing dr- visiting a, a theme park yeah. during Christmas mm-hmm. time like no offense like yeah I understand that a lot of people don't like Halloween so like they do you can like if you slip out into Fantasyland it's like or Discoveryland or Adventureland it's like Halloween isn't even a thing because you're just in those lands. Whereas, like, you know, they have Frontierland if you really like Halloween or whatever. But, like, if you're going to Disneyland Paris during Christmas, that's, like, a money spare for them. They need to, like, be making bank. It was off super that. cool in previous years when they projection mapped the snow falling on Tower of Terror. That was awesome. Yeah. Just when they did anything with anything with Tower of Terror. Like, even just, like, doing the, like, ma- like Goofy's Incredible Christmas or, like, anything. I know we can't do that now because we lost the stage. But, like, just even at nighttime, oh, it's, like, it's, it's 20 past five. And the park's open till six, so we can start projecting things in Tower Tower. Just to be like, happy holidays, get the hell out. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. 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 I think that's what they should write. <laughs> <laughs> I think, no, I think like, it's sad. I, it I, I, the it Christmas this year has made me sad a little bit. Well, me has some decorations. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> we have the, this year we have the new chalets in Fantasyland, which has been nice because at least the outside vendors can make a decent snack. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's yeah. okay. I mean, it, it was. I thought it was fine. It was nice having yeah. some additional food options there. I just no, think the whole well, queuing issue is just a massive eyesore. Really? I mean, well, all the people just lining up straight Damn. over the street uh, itself. Yeah. Like, why is there no, not even a line somewhere that says just like start looping around or something? Nope. Like, Everybody just lining up all the way to Princess Pavilion. I'm absolutely staunchly against it for the simple reason being we have spent a long time on this podcast and on many other podcasts complaining about the fact that there is not enough enough nice things to eat or the need to be trying to do something new with food, blah, 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 blah. There are many places in any part of Disneyland Paris, be it Fantasyland, be it any of the other lands in Disneyland Park, that they could slip in like festive mulled wine or festive chestnuts or festive crepes with like a chocolate sauce. And they had to put chalets in Fantasyland it's just insane. It's just insane. They could literally put it in uh, Pinocchio. They could put it in uh, um, Mr. Toes. They could put it in anywhere. And they're like, no, we're going to put these really weird chalets in the fantasy land. Probably the nicest land that's ever been designed for a Disney park. And they're like just putting neon lights on chalets to make it look like it's snowing. What the hell? Strong yeah. opinion. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, no, it's hard. It's hard to disagree when it's said like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tend to agree, but it's you know, it, yeah, I feel like they can't really put third-party vendors in Disney locations, and also. But we Disney shouldn't. But why are we looking? But like that brings me to the next point. We shouldn't be looking at third-party vendors to be providing a service that they should be able. They like. Let's be real. It's thirty-one years now. They should know how to like run a joint to be like this is how we serve here this is how we get through like lots of people this is how we deal with a rush this is how like you know this yeah. is not so we shouldn't be like looking to third party like vendors who know how to do that because disney just doesn't like it's insane sorry that's just my rant and i see everyone i see everyone loves them and i feel really bad i feel really bad because i'm like it's just madness it's just absolute crazy to me i mean you're not wrong there because you also think you, like we touched on earlier already March Hare was absolutely dead because it's there open serving friggin' ice cream in December. We were there as minus five. Who who is I mean, oh, okay, I saw a few people, you crazy people. But I, I'm not gonna get that. Why not make that little if they want to put mild wine or something, put it put it out of there. It's just it was such a waste that being open serving ice cream. The woman speaks sense. The woman speaks sense. And you know that useless uh, merchandise location that's next to Dumbo. It's like the in the middle. <laughs> Just like the random yeah. stuff that they found in the warehouse. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is a big kiosk. There's room in there for it to be a seasonal kiosk. Remove the merchandise. Install the food stuff in it. Quick turnaround. In, yeah. in like a couple of days, they can install it. It becomes the seasonal you know, Christmas offerings. Just to nuance my, my like, in Walt Disney Studios Park, I get it. There's nowhere to really get anything to eat unless it's these little stupid food trucks. I get the, I get the reason why you want to do a food festival in Studios Park because you don't have a lot of offerings or enough space for people to get food from. 
I totally get. But bringing it to Disneyland Park and bringing it to Fantasyland, insane madness. I just can't get over it. Just can't get over it. All right. Well, so we, we haven't even gotten to, to, to December, though. We haven't gotten to the price. <laughs> really gonna, this is the warm up. <laughs> no, I'm really sorry if anyone likes it. And I'm really sorry if you like, like here or anyone listening. I'm really sorry, but I just. I just, I like, I understand that I understand the point, but integrate it to what we're doing. Stop trying to like third party the out these sort of things that we should be able to do just all the time. Like, just like switch it out. Like, here's the Halloween menu, switch it out. Here's the Christmas menu, switch it out. Here's like a summer menu. Like, like it, it just needs, just needs to be like that. Like, Sorry. Yeah, like you're not, you're not, but you're not commenting on like the quality of the food. You're like, well, you know, great choices, fine, good. You're just saying about how that's distributed, which is different. Yeah. We're going to stay in fairness a minute and talk about the- <laughs> <laughs> Which is becoming, well, becoming, which is getting a new room themed to Luca, Pixel's Luca. Uh, that was part of the announcement in November. And uh, yeah, it looks really good. I think it's good that Disney is showing concept drawings, concept design when they announce those things. Because when you think about like, we're going to put Luca in Bellinate, you're like, oh, are they going to put like posters? Is that going to be like some, and no, uh, there's going to be some murals, some props, some sculpted columns, some, a lot of little cute things. It's not going to be over the top of what it looks like, but it's going to be that new room at Bellinate that's an construction. It's opening sooner than you guys think. It's actually almost done. Uh, and um, I think it's, uh, it'll be nice. It'll be nice to have something new, I guess. Um, it's gonna be weird with like small world still closed just across the street, you know, which has been closed for now, I don't know, 10 years. Um, but uh, I think it's a good idea. I miss also, small hmm? I miss small world. Yeah, I mean, Patrick, remember when you were obsessed with small world? I absolutely still am obsessed with small world. I, like, I, I just feel like I, I, I had a big rant and I don't want it to become like me. Me, like, There's small world. How could you do this to me? But like, no, but no, but I would, I, I really, the only thing, if there is one thing that we get in this refurb, the only thing, and I just want one, I just want them to have the aerial elements working. Have those that spin and carpet, spin around, have those little lights, like sprinkling the rain down. You have them, it's there. Just make it work. Like yeah. all this like stuff that's just above your head, that's just like static. Like what, what, what is that? It's like that's the I, only I thing. Miss, I just want that. I do. I miss Small World. Like every time I'm there at the moment, I'm like, I, I would like to just get on there and, and ride it. I feel like, like one of those elements is only, there's only two outcome of this is one, they've been removed or two, they're working. I don't think they're going to be coming back if they're not then working. Get, yeah, so. then, then get rid like, I, I would rather they would just went there. Because then you're like, everyone's working, it's fine. Also, do not do this whole, we didn't have enough people to make it into a small world holiday. It's a small world holiday celebration happens. And that's just it. Like, do you know what I mean? You're making it into the event. You're making it into the holiday. Like, ah, I just, ah. So, yeah, I I love small world. And I've been watching it on YouTube. And the small world holiday celebration is like legit. So I would like that as well, please. Well, they're getting new so, outfits. Patrick, do you actually have an opinion about it? it's a small world? Because I, I'm kind of missing if you have an opinion yeah. about that. <laughs> I absolutely low-key, abs- like not even low-key, 
I absolutely adore Small World. It's like in my top five attractions. Small World is great. Harmony, so stop it. Don't. <laughs> we're, getting, we're, just, we're warming up now. We're, we're yeah. getting... <laughs> okay, and the last thing that happened in November as we slowly get to the last month of year, <laughs> and Mimi's birthday. It was cute. I, was, I, I, I went to that. It was nice. Um, they had like a cute little show on Central Plaza. Um, it was nice. Did we get a snack for this? No. Yes. yes. No. There, there were snacks yeah, planned, but well, they didn't come out. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. They, failed. Yeah. they failed at it. Yeah. We went to the old mill and they were like, DFB shrug. <laughs> we don't have. And then they came out like, wants to go. <laughs> like, I, don't, I just don't understand. Like, it's a one day thing. You really cannot have, you, can't, you really cannot not have it when you open the location. It is a one day thing. It's not like Christmas when like, okay, you know, this next one at 5 p.m. on Christmas opening day, fine. Like the season's a month and a half, fine. It's a one day thing. If you already have them at 1 p.m. Well, anyway. It's it's not. I, I see what you're saying about them. Like, oh, you know, it's it's a month and a half season, 5 p.m., fine. Like, it's not fine. Like, no, it's not fine. But they I mean, should be there. You know, <laughs> when, it's only, when it's only like one day of operation that you're having enough snacks, like they got to be here at opening. Come on. Jesus. Um, December. We woke up one day and all the prices of the restaurant had increased. <laughs> and you got less for it. And you got less for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Someone woke I up. I do. And... Someone, someone had a spreadsheet somewhere. <laughs> someone had a spreadsheet. Yeah. I mean, insane. Uh, some insane price changes like 14, 18 pounds or whatever at Auberge. Uh, Waltz is expensive again, but the menu hasn't changed. Um, and no, it's the like, food quality. <laughs> it's just it just feels weird that you're getting you're paying more. You know, if you're paying more and they've changed all the menus, at least they can try to fool you into thinking that you're getting something different, maybe better quality, or whatever. All the menus are the same. Nothing has changed. Everything's just more expensive. But <laughs> well, not all the menus are the same, right? Because the you know, like we oh, said, right. all the so desserts that, are gone. I, mean, I was mostly thinking of the buffets and the. Um, and the table service, but yeah, so the, the quick service, the menus are the same price or just like a no, euro they, more or something. Yeah, they've, they've all gone up. The dessert. Hmm? They've all gone up, haven't they? They're all a euro more. No, well, some of them are the same price, but they don't have the dessert. Some of them are like a euro less, but they don't have the dessert. But if you want the dessert, it's four euros. So if you really want the dessert, it's actually three euros more. It's basically, you need to have like a whole math degree to understand how they try to trick us into paying more but yeah all the restaurants have increased and so i th- i personally thought it was a good idea to have this like 42 euro menu at all table service restaurants including waltz it put waltz on the same level as all the table service it was easy for the for the vouchers it was easy for people to just you know it was just a different theme all the table service were the same price like i thought that would have quite well but you know obviously Obviously, the accounting called and was like, "Hey, let's just make a a much higher margin on restaurant." Um, the only thing that I would say, because I, I have a lot of things that I do want to say, but I don't want to. I want to let everyone else have a little shot because I don't want to be monopolizing. No, no, go ahead. Thing. The only thing I would say is that, and I tweeted this: this is never going away. They're never going to Disneyland Paris is not going to turn around and be like we're lowering prices again. This is like the new normal. So like for, for like forever now, this is just going to be how it is. And when you see like how expensive it is, and we were talking about this 
I think it was during one of our breaks, we were talking about like how, you know, before you could always try and be like, oh, well, if we get like a menu two, that's like 14 euros. And when I was going with my friends, I'd be like, oh yeah, like, you know, I can get us a discount because we can all pay together. So I can, I can get it for like 12 and you're going to dessert. So it's not really that much of a worse deal than like getting like an eight euro Big Mac from McDonald's or whatever. Whereas like now, even myself, I'm like, whereas I would be willing to spend money on snacks because they've done great work on snacks and they're, from, for the most part, a lot of their snacks are quite reasonably priced for a Disney park. Not in general, but like for a Disney park, they're quite okay. Whereas like food now, like going to like a quick service restaurant, it, like for me personally, it's just not going to happen. I'm not going to sit down. I'm, I would rather take my time and walk to Five Guys or to McDonald's or just bring something with me and just be like, well, screw it. Nobody's going to stop me from having a picnic in the park so I can just eat a sandwich that I made. So like, you know, there's no way that I'm going to sit down and be like, oh yeah, here's 17 euros and I don't have a drink or like 15 euros and I need to spend three euros more on a drink and have like 18, an 18 euro meal. An 18 euro like burgers and chip is just not happening for me personally. Especially for that burger and chips because they are yes. bad. Yes. Yeah. Like the 20th anniversary one was pretty okay. But like, you know, there's no way. There's just, it's just not happening. Like it was like a treat when you would spend that 20 euros and get like the little 20 or 20th anniversary like set where it was like a drink and your dessert and your like chips and your burger. And there was like a little treat for like, oh, it's the 20th, uh, 30th anniversary. Sorry. Oh, it's the 30th anniversary. I'm having a little treat. There's absolutely no way that I'm going to sit down and be like, oh, it's 20 euros just for the burgers and the drink. And now I have to add four, five euros on for a mousse that's pretty like meh. Well, when I was included in my 20 euro meal, I didn't really care. And now that I have to pay an extra five euros, so I'm like, screw that. Yeah, kind yeah. of like you. Like I always, I did the same sort of calculation where it's, it's not that much more than a McDonald's. But I always sort of did that thing where, okay, it's not great, but at least it's not super expensive. Now it's yeah. expensive and not good it, you're just paying for a really poor meal and you're paying well, and a that's lot the of thing, money right? for that poor meal I, they, they really need to start looking at the quality of the food they have a couple of locations with amazing quality of food and then they just the biggest portion of the of the locations just crap out on the food and that's just the bad part yes you can find decent food you can find good food agrabah you can go to the hotels or walls but just having a, a regular good decent burger with an actual good set of fries it's kind of hard to come by, even if you do mobile order at whatever location and try to get it hot, but it's still... And it's, it shouldn't be 15 euros just to have a decent, an okay burger with some okay fries. Like, it shouldn't be 15 euros. If, if it's a good burger with an actual decent amount of fries and it's not like they just toss the ketchup and mayonnaise at you, I don't mind paying for 18 or, or 20 euros for a good burger, but it needs to be a damn good burger. Yeah, no, I agree. And we we said uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago when we were, we said it was quite sad actually that what the best option for us was was walking out and going to mcdonald's or earl of sandwich like that's the better option than what than paying the extortionate prices for like say a pretty crappy burger in the that is bad that that is the next best thing is physically having to leave and considering your mcdonald's to you know to be the better option you it shouldn't be like that at all i can't imagine ever going into one of the american parks and going you know oh you want to go for lunch oh we got to leave to go to you know we got to go to mcdonald's like that that's not gonna happen in any way 
It's even so at the American parks, right? They will try to get every dollar you have from the moment you walk into the park at 8 a.m. or 7.30 in the morning until you walk out at 1 a.m. They want to make sure you can get your snack, your desserts, you can get your food, everything. It's going to be available all the time. You want to have an ice cream in the middle of the night, you can get an ice cream. You want to have a breakfast bun at 5 o'clock, you can get your breakfast bun. You can also get it at 8. Disney in Paris is like, oh, you want to have breakfast? You better just leave the damn park and go have some something somewhere like, else because you only get a credit croissant. That's it. Yeah. So like same way, like what Sadie was saying. Like if somebody went to Disneyland in California and said that for their meal they left and went to get to, to went all the way. It's across the road, so it's not far to the IHOP just in front of Disneyland to get like breakfast or lunch or whatever. I'm like you. You're absolutely insane. Like it's, that's it's closer. Like, that is closer than our McDonald's, right? Because that, that's super close. Yeah, it's not, it's yeah. not far. I think, I think McDonald's might be quicker, I have a feeling, but yeah, it wouldn't no, be that like, much of a difference. But, but like, yeah, like, yeah, it wouldn't, like, you know, but like, it, it's just insane. Like, and like what you were saying as well, Disney, any Disney parks job should be like, okay, I'm out of getting this person to spend X amount of money to walk through my door. How can I make sure that I'm upcharging, but not like nickel and diamond, the, the guest? How can I make sure that he that the guest is going to come in and eat my restaurant and he's going to want to buy a souvenir and he's going to look and see a snack and he's going to look oh that looks nice and I want to get that blah 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 like that but like that's the problem with Disneyland Paris is that they just kind of walk through the door and then they're like man we don't care if you shop here or not and they're like when you go when you should because it's Disneyland yeah when you go to Disneyland right you're looking forward to the snacks you're like all right I can't wait I'm going to have my Bengal barbecue skewer I'm going to go have my fried chicken at Plaza Inn can't wait for all this and then it gets to lunchtime in Paris and you're just like. Okay, well, what's the least worst option then? And like, even at that, when the rides are really, like in California, um, when the rides are really, really busy, you're like, oh, I don't really mind. I'll just stop and have a snack or I'll not stop and get something to eat or a drink or like have a beer or whatever. Whereas like in Disneyland Paris, like some of the biggest attractions or the longest attractions are the restaurants. And you're like, I don't want to, I don't know. I don't have to spend like an hour and a half in Videopolis trying to get 15 year old burger but you know what I mean and like what, what happened to this waiting times for restaurants that was meant to be coming to the app because that, that was the thing that we talked about in 2021 or 2022 I can't remember but like this whole thing where they're like oh we're gonna have a waiting time so you can see how long how busy it is in each restaurant and that means that you can like pick a restaurant that's not too busy like it's just it's it's insane it's just insane yeah. But again, then to, to Jeff's uh, thing, right? It's then they're showing their own inefficiencies. What they have to work on is also make sure that the damn quick service restaurant is again a quick service restaurant. Why am I standing in line at Hyperion even if I do mobile order for 20 minutes? I've done mobile order for a freaking reason so that you know that I'm going to pick up my damn burger. When I get there, it's still like, oh, you want a burger? Okay. And I start like mumbling about in the back and also they come out and like, oh, we don't have the dessert. Here you have your burger. Your fries are cold. Oh, you want to have pepper and salt? We don't have pepper. I'm like, what the? Mm. yeah like and that's the the main the main thing is like like and and i again i do not mean to sound like like rude or mean to people who don't call who are unfortunate because like let's be real we're sitting here on a podcast about disney and paris we're very lucky that we can get to go a lot more often than like regular normal guests that walk through the door once every x amount of years or whatever so we're like we're in a fortunate situation but like there is when you walk into videopolis or any quick service restaurant there are people that are like what's going on here so whereas like there are people who like there are two types of people there are people who are like i know what i want 
I now I like, and this is why I'm all well ordered. So I had this, 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 and this. And then there's other people that are like, okay, I don't know how it works here. How, can you tell me? Like, what am I meant to do? What do I, like, what do you have? Like, how can I do it? Blah, blah, blah. Can I have this? Can I have what I thought? So like split the crowds and be like, okay, people who need the assistance, go ahead. People who don't, like we do. We were like, we're, we know what we want. We we know the menus off by heart. We can be like, yeah, this is what I want. And like, that's what mobile, your mobile order should just be literally, I'm here, boom, give it to me, goodbye. But but even to that point, right? So if, if you look at the fact that you maybe you paid like 110 or 115 for a ticket, I don't even know what the ticket prices are anymore these days. But if, if you pay like 100 euros for a ticket, right? To get into the park or 100 pounds, whatever currency you want to work with. And the park is open from, let's say 10 till eight, that gives you 10 full hours. If you have to wait an hour mm-hmm. to get your damn food, that's a damn expensive ticket that's, that you have, not, a damn expensive that's... meal. The food isn't free either. You're paying for the food. It's not exactly. So you pay twenty bucks for a meal, yeah, and then ten euros on top of that because you spent an hour waiting with your damn ticket to get a meal. It's exactly what we were saying earlier about Jeff. Is that like you know, like when when when, like for parties and whatever, like you are paying to be here. It is not like you're not walking into the restaurant and just going behind the counter and taking whatever you want. You're paying like there is a and you're paying a premium as well. So if you're paying a premium, you shouldn't be waiting in lines that are like 90 minutes to like an hour, 20 minutes, whatever, uh, to like get something that's really overpriced and not worth it anyway. It should be it sh- anybody listening, it should be super alarming that you're saying that I would rather leave the park, go to an outside vendor. Okay, yeah, sure, Disney's gonna make some money because it's on property, but it should be super alarming that that's your choice. Wow. And, and when you go to McDonald's, like I've been in McDonald's when it's been like after like park and it's like real busy and you're like, I'm probably going to like, this is my last, like I'm going to make like my will and testament here because I'm probably going to die here. because like so many people. <laughs> and, and they get through that crowd and they're like, boom, yeah. boom, 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 because they know how to do it. They like this. The, the, McDonald's is not in the in the game of making people wait because it means that somebody else is going to walk through that door. They as soon as you walk in the door, they are counting the seconds until you get the hell out and somebody else gets in. Like, do you know what I mean? And that's I know I know we talked about another podcast before Ben and I know Disney has maybe like they don't want to be like like I like I don't want to create a, a, a not nice environment for cast members to be like oh I'm really stressed and I have to like get through this amount of people blah 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 but there's a better way of doing it because this isn't the way that we should be doing it. And specifically, if you're going to be charging even more money for even for less, like my expectations are going to go up. Okay, right, you want to charge me 15 euros for a meal? That's fine. But I don't want to wait an hour for it. I don't want to wait 45 minutes. I don't even want to wait 15. I want I want to walk in, boom, bam, good luck. See you later. Right, it's Maybe not the customer's fault. That's, that's kind of important. They just need to have screens like like a McDonald's and then mobile order. And so if you have a mobile order, you just walk in there and you get one of the 20 screens that are inside Hakuna Matata and then you get your number. And when your number is on the screen in front of the counter, you just go and get your order and go. Right. And I think it's I think it's important not to blame the customer because it's not their fault that the process is slow. The process is slow because someone in management has created a process like this. Yeah, back in 1992. <laughs> you know. But a lot, of, a lot of these processes are the same, you know, worldwide. Not so much in Casey's Corner. That's like an outlier. But the whole, you know, you order your food, then you go to the next counter and someone's making it. You know, that, that works elsewhere. So there's no reason it shouldn't work in Paris. 
what if it's not enough speed and capacity for the number of people that are there? It's like simple yeah. math, right? I think from now on, I'm going to be, because I don't want, I don't personally like soda and I don't really want a yogurt from Disney or a tiny Magnum. I think I'm just going to be getting a main for like 11 euros or whatever. And then after that, I'll walk around the park and get whatever popular snack is happening that season as a dessert and carry around a bottle of water. I would likely either go to Five Guys or Sandwich or, to be honest, start bringing my own sandwiches. I, I think it's got to yes. the point where it just... <laughs> no, it's look, it's got to the point where you're charging me, like like Arvid was saying, like, you're charging me 18 euros for a terrible burger. Like, if it's 18 euros, I expect a good burger and I'm not getting that. So yeah. why am I going to pay for it? I mean, how you know, know, if you've been to Disneyland Paris before, you don't go to Cafe Appian or uh, whatever, on Coulis. Right, okay, but even going to Hakuna Masata, right, you can get these really average chicken tenders. But but mm. the fact is, Ben, sometimes Hyperion is the only option you still have. Yeah. Or you have to go to Casey's. Yeah, sometimes and that's Casey's, all you have. And Casey's is like from uh, again, I've only been to Disneyland, so I don't know how it is in Walt Disney World, but refreshment corner. I I I literally nearly fell on the floor when I walked into refreshment corner, which is basically for all intents and purposes, Casey Corner. And I walked in and there was nobody there. And the girl was just standing at the table and she was like, what do you want? And I was like, I, I was like, we're up to the table. Like, I have to order something because there's nobody here. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's no way. Like, why is Casey's Corner such a busy... It's not even great. I'm sorry. Like, I know a lot of people like hot dogs or whatever. It's not even a great hot dog. It's a hot dog. It's not... You can't even put an adjective in front of it because it's not great. It's not bad. It's just medium. So, like, you know, it's not even like you're selling, like, gold dust. And I just... Uh, I still loved a couple of years ago that, that sign out, like the, the, the daily special for Casey's or the weekly special, whatever oh, it was. It's the same every day. <laughs> it never <laughs> changed. It's been the same since the park opened. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's, the, what's the iced tea of the day of Victoria's? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be a thing. <laughs> All right. I, I, I think there's, there's real issues and they really need to solve it in fast because you can't get away with charging this money. Yeah. You get a whole again. new tea, food team with new people who have new ideas and are not afraid to do it. It's France. Come on. Yeah, that's always that puzzles me the most, right? You're in freaking France. You're next to the freaking capital. Like, how hard is it to come up with some decent good food, decent ways to heat it up instead of popping something into a freaking microwave? Yeah. It's like, you know, I. I went to um, I went to Paris on a on a Sunday uh, a couple months ago, and my friend took me to this little like local I mean local like Central Paris independently owned fast food place. And what they make is uh, freshly cut um, fries. They have a machine that you just throw the potatoes in, and they actually make the fries fresh. And on top of it was this like um, you know cut up uh, freshly grilled uh, steak. And they just put that on top. And it was something like 14 euros. And it was delicious. It was fresh. The fries were just from fresh potatoes, freshly coming out of the thing. The steak was really good, freshly grilled. They cut it up. They give you several sauces, 14 euros. And it was just well, like any any street food market in the world can do this. Like this is this is really simple. 
Like, why can't they buy? You know, and they have a lot of people coming in now. Like, (laughs) they have. Why can't they buy three of these cabinets where you roast chickens and you still put them all on a spit and they all roast and they and you just put them in. You just cut. Yeah, they're like yeah, they're really tasty, right? You cut them up, boom, chicken. Here's a bit of mash, bit of green beans. Give me twelve euros, please. Give me fourteen euros, please. Give me whatever. And I I might make. Cookout is a little bit like that. I don't know how they make their chicken though. Yeah, but like, I is know. it even real chicken? Not kidding. <laughs> but like, it's only chicken. Can we move away from the food topic? No, because it's really an We're passionate. Ben. We're angry. We're angry, Ben. I, I think we have to talk about it's a small world again, then. Oh, oh no, 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 please don't so start. Good. No, let's, let's talk about more food. A different no. food. <laughs> we have to different close food. this episode. We have to go to the time. Royal Pub. <laughs> Oh yeah, so over at Disney Village, we're closing everything and stuff. Uh, not the Rainforest Cafe, apparently, because it's too terrible to close. So we're going to keep that one. But um, the, the King, King Ludwig is uh, closing for something that is temporary, replacing it. I don't know either. I'm, I'm asking why. Temporary for like why? six why? years. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Well, I think the reason behind it is that Group Bertrand, who does Rosalie, is taking over all the restaurants. And they're, so they're taking over that location, but they're not ready to make the new concept, but they're taking it over and they need to run it with some kind of concept. So in the meantime, they've made this English pub concept that's going to be there for oh, God knows how long, one year, two years, or in Disneyland Prairie's tradition, 46 years. And then, <laughs> I mean, so we're I mean, getting Indiana into Jones. for X years until this is going to be like it'll be like the thing, right? It'll get popular or something, and they'll just go. Yeah. Oh, no point. Now. It would just stay there forever. <laughs> Everything would have been redone with quality-ish, and then this is going to stay in the middle as an eyesore of the cheap. Re-feed. Indiana Jones. It's Indiana Jones, but a restaurant. <laughs> Damn. I'm glad I'm leaving. You know, I go on holiday from, you know, the UK to go and to another British pub. (laughs) You can have fish and chips, which is great because you can have fish and chips in the sports bar and then walk across the street and have fish and chips in Royal Pub. And then you can go to Toad Hall, have some fish and chips in Toad Hall. And then if you are not (laughs) sick of fish and chips yet, you can go to the Lucky Nugget where they sell fish and chips, but for more money than you even really want to pay. But you get you get a knife and a fork, a real. But you, but you get a knife, a knife and a fork. There you go. <laughs> but sports bar is going to go though; it's going to go away. So, Good. Yeah, yeah. but they can't get rid of they can't get rid of it now because, like, if they get rid of it now, Disney Village has a Disney store and a yeah. Starbucks and a Royal Pub. Right. I don't know. I don't live in I don't live in the United Kingdom, but do you ever see King Charles down the pub just slagging pints and be like, oh, it's a royal pub? Yeah. All the time. Every week, mate. Every week. <laughs> Every time you walk into a pub, there's just like a member of the royal family there, just like going, Welcome. Yeah, like, <laughs> like at, the, at the end of the bar, like whoa, whoa. <laughs> So we also got we also got a new concept art for Disney Village, and it looks clean. <laughs> oh no! I, I like how they I like how they got around the fact that Planet Hollywood is just to the left by not including it. Yeah. So, so like for the on. next, well, yeah, but you know, for the next couple of years, let's say a couple of years. Let's I don't know how long it's going to be there for. 
but there's just going to be a globe standing there for a fair while now. I think I'm going to just remove the sign and just be like, nothing to see here. Yeah, they it's, can remove it's the, the sign world of Disney. And they can, have, they can have another globe that doesn't turn beside <laughs> the world of, world of Disney World. Great, it doesn't turn, doesn't work. Well, 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 Disney well, one welcome like welcome to Disneyland Paris on your left. <laughs> welcome to Disneyland Paris. On your left, there's a globe. This is abandoned. And on your right, we're rebuilding this hotel. Yeah. In the middle, there's some kind of back alley behind the cinema that looks like you could get murdered in. And then there's all this like premium, you know, retail area that's just wasted as a giant white wall with old hands and um <laughs> Some you stage know, in the middle, kids, like kids', kids hands on, kids, kids, and some random know, cardboard cutout of the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, kids, remember, remember that. Remember that star that you like, Michelle Pfeiffer. This is our hands. Do you want to see if your hands are <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer's? And the kids are like, "Daddy, what's Michelle Pfeiffer?" And you're like, "Okay." <laughs> so I mean, the concept. You know, you know what? I'm at this point with Disney Village where I just wanted to be useful functional, clean, coherent. Like if it's coherent, I think we will already have won something. Because yeah, right now it is a don't big care bag. what it looks like, just wanted to be fun. That's all I care about. You know, it just I, I think they really need to, like we talked about before, really find the right businesses to go in there. And it's gonna be hard because which company wants to go in there? It is a lot of captive audience. I think there is potential, but I don't know if they really know how to all put it together to make it work. Captive audience makes it sound that they literally have no choice and they really don't. They really don't. <laughs> That's they it. Really don't. I mean, unless you want to take it's, the RER and go eat inside the shopping center. Honey, um, do, you, do you want to spend 30 euros on 200 grams of M&Ms? The fuck I do. And you're like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Are we getting the MM store? I feel like that would not be here's, a bad here's, uh, here's the deal to any potential people, right? What we're going to do is we're going to close the park at 6 p.m. Yeah, and force everyone into your restaurant, into your royal pub. I feel like the <laughs> Hollywood Dome, if you put legs, become the M&M yellow. Oh, no. Oh, there you Please, go. No. <laughs> Oh. Maybe the green. I don't know which one is really round. Anyway. Oh please yeah. no! That would be awful. <laughs> I have a quiz. Do we want a quiz, or is this way too long as it is? Oh my god, we have a quiz. You know what? If people have made it that far, they can just go for another ten minutes. So okay, by the right. Way, this was. I, I don't. This have... was twenty twenty two in review. Thank you for listening. <laughs> okay, here's a quiz. Here's a quiz about twenty twenty two. Somebody has yeah, restaurant prices. <laughs> <laughs> some of the answers, some of the answers were already in the podcast because Ben only sent me the topics ten minutes before we start. Um, which, <laughs> I sent them this morning. Yeah, well, I, I only saw ten minutes it's before. Good. Sorry. Is it like okay. question one? What's the price of a lion's feast now? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is too much money. Okay, Sadie, <laughs> as you know, just say a name when you know the answer. Which a Fantasyland e-ticket attraction has spent all of 2022 closed due to refurbishment? Harvard. Jeff. It's Small World. Oh. It's it's that. You can give Arvid the point. Arvid, I'll be nice. Arvid, it's Arvid Christmas. Gets point. Can somebody can somebody <laughs> write down who's getting points because of it? Um, you just keep your hands up like this. Jeff. Like I, I have one point. <laughs> okay, Arvid has one point. One. Okay, next. Uh oh, god damn it, Ben. I thought there was a good question. Stop which cheating, mini, Ben. You already did that. Like, come on. Which which mini centric one day limited celebration took place in January 2020 TLP? Jeff. 
Jeff. Poker dot day. Yes. Held in March, what was the first AP party to take place in Disneyland Paris since the pandemic? Ben. Ben. Disneyland Paris 30. Yes. What day, in March March did DLP, what day in March did DLP celebrate its official launch? DLP 30. Oh, date. I can't remember what day it was. Official date, not like press around. Arvid? Yeah. The 26th? No, you were close, but no. That was like round where the AP play was, I think. Ben. Yeah. 25. No. Someone uh, tried okay, different I'm gonna, numbers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess. Jeff. Yeah. Eight. So close, but no. Sadie. 18. 26 was close, but it was also. No, so close. because it was the sixth. It was the sixth. He was close with the sixth. It was the sixth. In April, what type of cast members did DLP celebrate, even including them in the cavalcade down Main Street? Oh, it was the it was like safety day the safety yeah oh God, safety they, day it was <laughs> a safety day remember that yeah it was fun <laughs> but like and it wasn't on the trucks in the parade are we doing wow. it again this year yeah okay. <laughs> it was fun i really liked it the dogs were really cute and they remember had there was a boat thing. there was a boat <laughs> um okay next in may which dlp icon was spotted back in disneyland park despite no longer being part of the magic yeah, or- Ben, yes. Um, which has been pop group was some of the first people to leak footage from within Avengers Campus on the socials despite being, the practice being forbidden at the time. Arvid. Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember, remember that? I remember seeing that footage and we were like, we're not allowed to talk about it. What sweet treat was given away with purchase to celebrate Disney Plus Day in September? Jeff. Yes. It was like a little cupcake with the printed chocolate. No. No. I didn't even hear the question. Which retreat, which retreat was given away with purchase to celebrate Disney Plus Day in September? Oh, Ben. Yes. It was a donuts. It was. Which Disney villain made her controversial Disney Parks debut as a face character in October? Ben, Bob Chapek. <laughs> no, that was that was July, right? <laughs> Debut as the face character. Yes. Which Disney villain made her controversial Disney Parks debut as a face character in October? Arvid. Yes. Well, I'm not the villain, but Ursula. <laughs> no, that was like two years ago. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, Ben. Uh, no, no, it was. Um... You can't make a joke answer and then make a real answer. Crunk. No. No. Isla, oh, Jeff. Isla, oh, Yisma. Yes, is the correct answer. Yes. Um, that was fun. I remember that. God. Um, and the last one, which is a bit of a weird one, so I just want a number. Where did Disney and Park place in the TEA Global Ranking of 2021? Oh shit. Jeff. Yes. Six. No. Harvard? Global worldwide. Yeah. Harvard. Eight. Worldwide. No. Ben. Yeah. 14. Oh, he's really good. And Ben wins the quiz. Wow. Thank you. Okay. Promise. I was I I, I prepared a follow-up question, but like, do we think we can do better in 2022? We don't have any more time. Thanks everybody. It was nice to be on the podcast. So enjoy yourselves. Uh, <laughs> it's been it's been four hours and we need to go. 
So yes, thank you, goodbye, and enjoy. Happy thank 2022. You, Thanks for being with us. And also, and also happy, happy New Year to everyone yeah. listening. If you're listening <laughs> so far, wish you all the best for 2023 and good luck at Disneyland Paris. <laughs> Thanks. Guys. All right, thank you everyone for being on the show, and um, yeah, we'll see you. Um, we'll see you next year. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>